0: From the Center for Strategic and International Studies, this is Citizens in Training, a podcast about the unlikely story of the United Arab Emirates Military Conscription Program. I'm John Alterman, a Senior Vice President here at CSIS, the Zbigniew Brzezinski Chair in Global Security NGO Strategy and Director of the Middle East Program.
1: And I'm Margot Balboni, a Research Associate in the Middle East Program.
0: In 2015, I first started hearing that the UAE was instituting a draft, but I didn't know much about it. It seemed a little strange. I knew the Emiratis were feeling threatened by Iran, but with a population that was less than 2% of Iran's, a draft didn't really seem like the most thoughtful response. Still, people were buzzing about it. I asked Margot to take a look at how this was being talked about locally, and things kind of snowballed from there. So
1: I initially took this as a one-off request for information. Then, as I started to dive into the messaging on conscription directed at Emiratis, John and I just became totally fascinated. This was clearly a massive project that not only was having deep impacts on Emiratis across the country, but actually seemed to be driving at very ambitious non-military domestic aims, as much as it was seeking to achieve military goals. What really captivated us as interested observers of the Middle East was just how much the National Service Program, as it's referred to inside the UAE, tells us about the outlook of the country's leadership. All this at a time when the UAE is navigating economic changes at home and playing a much more assertive role in the region.
0: We traveled to the UAE and we spoke to a wide range of people. Some were the people building the military conscription program, and all the people we spoke to were affected by the program in some way. We not only had really incredible access to senior officials, but those officials were remarkably open with us. Our travels took us from one end of the Emirates to the other, and it became clear that conscription is a lot more than an effort to just build the military. It is a stunningly ambitious experiment to use the military to shape a new kind of citizen for the future of the UAE. The point was really underscored when we spoke with some of the program's architects in Abu Dhabi, and they laid out for us the metrics of success they had in mind. They are sitting in the middle of a military compound surrounded by officers in uniforms. They were poring over statistics like rates of volunteerism, the incidence of traffic accidents, blood pressure readings, and even the divorce rate between young Emiratis. One senior official said, I want the National Service to become a way of life, the 13th grade.
1: In the following months, the research also opened up a whole conversation on military conscription around the world. It has a rich but quite complicated history of being used to pursue non-military as well as military goals, including some cases that the UAE actually studied quite closely when building its own initiative. All of this eventually turned into our 60-page report called Citizens in Training, Conscription and Nation Building in the United Arab Emirates.
0: But as with any research project, There was a lot that Margot and I couldn't fit into print. Partly that's information we learned about the program itself, but an even larger part are ways in which the UAE program casts light on things that affect a whole range of different communities around the world. Over the course of this six-episode miniseries, we'll bring you some unpublished insights by some of the sharpest minds I know in the Gulf, on the UAE, and on modern militaries in general. We'll delve into the UAE's diagnosis of its key challenges at a pivotal moment in its national trajectory, the rise of new nationalism in the Gulf and GCC State's efforts to prepare for a post-oil future, and the implications of conscription for both militaries and societies in 21st century world. We'll also talk about what this program means for the UAE and for others that may draw lessons from the UAE's example. What is the UAE trying to gain What are the intended and unintended consequences likely to be? And why should we care when we sit here in Washington, D.C.? You'll hear from Greg Gauze, the head of the International Affairs Department at Texas A&M University's Bush School of Government and Public Service. I don't think even uh, Mohammed bin Zayed believes that by building an Emirati defense force through conscription, he's gonna be able to, to fight wars on his own against enemies. But I'm struck by how much this focuses on the internal security challenges. He's one of the world's preeminent experts on the Gulf. And he'll talk about what National Service can tell us about the UAE's vision of its present, and its future.
1: You'll also hear from Kristen Smith-Diwan, a senior scholar at the Arab Gulf States Institute in Washington, and Calvert Callie-Jones, a professor at the University of Maryland, and the author of Bedouins and Bourgeois, Remaking Citizens for Globalization. Part of the characteristic of this new nationalism is to create that space so that young people can contribute, but they're doing it in a way that's very much under the authority of the state. Is this the kind of effort by the state that is going to instill lifelong habits of discipline and directedness in a way that will spill over, in a sense, into economic development, for instance? Or is it something that is going to be more of a been there, done that. They both have deep and distinct insights into shifting relations between Gulf states and societies.
0: In theory, it can be an effective vehicle for transmitting national values.
1: Dave DeRoche is a former U.S. defense official who now teaches at the Near East South Asia Center for Security Studies. As a former U.S. Army Ranger, Dave knows a thing or two about military service. He reflects on the implications of building a conscription society.
0: It all comes down to how it works in practice.
1: Elizabeth Brahe, a NATO expert and a former journalist covering Sweden's military, describes approaches to conscription among northern European countries, some different key ways from the UAE program, and some have actually served as a model for the Emirati
0: program. That's also part of the intention behind the conscription in the UAE, to train these sort of active citizens who will remain involved with society even after their conscription period ends. And finally, you'll be hearing from Stefan Hertog, a professor at the London School of Economics. He'll discuss the role that militaries have played in the Gulf historically and how the UAE program departs from some of these precedents. He'll also look forward to questions that will shape the future trajectory of the UAE's bold experiment. It was distribution that really defined citizenship and the the allegiance to to a system. The UAE leadership very explicitly tried to re-engineer that kind of social bargain and tried to define citizenship as something that comes with obligations and where pride in the nation is tied to contributing. So with that stay tuned for episode 1 which will air on March 20th.
1: For listeners who want a deeper dive, we invite you to read the full Citizens and Training Report. You can find it along with a two-page executive summary on the CSIS website at www.csis.org/uae-conscription. You can let us know what you think by tweeting us at CSIS Mideast. Share it with your friends and colleagues and let them know about this mini series, too.